Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the 815,000th best podcast in the goddamn world. We're doing it. Climbing up the ranks slowly but surely. As all progress goes, so the philosophy dickheads say. Um, boy, you'll notice when you're tuning into this podcast that there's really no set schedule. And I think that uh, that's probably not the smartest way to run a podcast. But hey, I set out to shake the podcast game to its core. First ever comedy podcast. First podcast without a schedule. Probably the first podcast with zero prep work. And, um, uh, you know, we're just, uh, we're breaking, breaking boundaries here. We really are. I have been having a fantastic day. Well, actually, it wasn't that great. It was a regular day. Yeah, nothing special about it. But it hasn't been terrible. It's been pretty good, actually. Um, phew, what happened? I... Did not have a good night. I didn't have a good night. I got three hours of sleep, and I'll tell you why in a bit. Uh, but I woke up, and I drank a couple of cups of coffee in my gitch, as is my morning routine. Oh, yeah. And I uh, vaped. I vaped from my uh, cherry, whatever it was. And uh, once I had vaped that to completion and uh, couldn't really see anything in my apartment because of the thick, dank clouds hovering, I decided it was time to take a shower. And shower I did. And uh, then I went for a little walkie poo. And it was a... It's an awful start. No one cares about me taking a shit. I don't know why I said that. Anyways, if you're still listening, please, please listen. Uh, there's a Dude, we got a great show for you today. I think. Maybe we do. Maybe it'll suck. Like I said, zero prep work. Um, but the reason that I had a terrible night last night, I got to bed at around 6. I woke up at 10 this morning. Um was because last night at around 9.30, uh, I had decided that I would uh, I would make some food. I'd make a little snack. And this snack happened to be uh, an entire uh, helping of uh, beef taco-flavored hamburger helper pasta kit. Not the smartest move at uh, 10 p.m. on a Sunday. You know, they say food is fuel for your body. It was fueling my brain well into the night. A lot of thinking got done last night. None of it productive. And, uh, you know, yeah, you might blame me for, uh, you know, why'd you make food that late? That's... Fuck off, okay? I, uh... 
I do what I do, you do you. Don't blame me. We all know who the real enemy here is. And that is the good people at Betty Crocker for making this hamburger helper. I blame the hamburger helper. And as such, I'm going to try to call them right now. You know, they're, they, it says here, there's a label on the box that says, The Red Spoon is my promise of great taste, quality, and convenience. This is a product you and your family will enjoy. I guarantee it. All the best, Betty Crocker. And then it says, retain package and contact me with your comments. And you know what? God damn it, Betty, I'm going to. Because you kept me up last night. You kept me up with your bullshit. And you know what? I'm going to give you a piece of my mind, Betty. You fucked with the wrong person today. You really did. So let's, let's, uh, you know what I mean? Let's see if these people have the balls. Thank you for calling General Mills Consumer Care. For more than 150 years, we've made food with passion, having fun, and staying true to our values along the way. Oh, French. Come on, let's go, Betty. Quit stalling. Thank you for calling General Mills Consumer Care. For more than 150 years, we've made food with passion, having fun, and staying true to our values along the way. Pour attendre le message suivant en français, appuyez sur le neuf. Listen carefully as our menu options have changed. Please help us direct your call to a representative specifically trained to assist you. Here we fucking your go. Your call will be recorded for quality purposes. Yeah, I'm recording too. If you're too. calling regarding a question about a General Mills product, press 1. If you are calling regarding a complaint about a General Mills product, press 2. If you would like to provide a suggestion about a General Mills product, press 3. If you want... Thank you for calling Consumer Relations. Your call will be recorded for quality purposes. We take your privacy seriously. For detailed information on our privacy practices... Yeah, I got a couple of suggestions for you, Betty. All right. Thank you for calling General Mills. This is Aileen. May I have your name, please? Yeah, my name's Tyler. Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. And can uh, you tell me the number that you're calling from just for documentation? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, I mean, is that necessary? Um, it's okay if you don't want to. I do understand for your privacy purposes. Um, yeah. yeah uh, that is okay, Tyler. Um, are you calling from Canada? I am calling from Canada. Yeah, and I should let you know, too, that... Okay. What's that? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I know your country. Yeah, Canada. Um, I, I should let you know that I am also recording this call. Is that okay? Oh, okay, great. Hey, thanks. A um, couple of things. I had a rough night last night, and um, and I think I know why. You know, I ordered a beef taco flavored hamburger helper pasta kit, and um, I gotta say it was delicious. 
uh, it really came together. I had zero faith in the product when it first started. Okay, when 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 I started making the product, I, I was like, "This is going to be awful." And I tried the topping mix that came with the product, and I thought this is going to be terrible because I was tasting throughout. Um, but then, you know, within the final ten seconds of making it, it all came together. It was incredible, and I ate the whole pot, and that's why I'm calling. You know, I just couldn't get to sleep last night because I ate the whole thing, and that's an issue that I think you should note down. I think on the box you should write that, uh, you know, you should have uh, a warning that this will keep you up at night. Um, Also, another thing, you know, the Red Spoon warning, or not warning, but statement that Betty Crocker says, it says, uh, the Red Spoon is a promise of great taste, quality, and convenience. This is a product that you and your family will enjoy. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that phrasing. I don't have a family. Um, I'm a bachelor. I live alone. And, uh, you know, I think Betty, I think a bit of rewording on that label would help where, you know, you would say, you and your family, if they're still with us, and if you chose to have one in the first place, will enjoy. Just a little, just a little rewording to make to include the bachelors. You know what I mean? I don't want you just to talk and talk and I can uh, at the end of this call and I wasn't able to help you. Now, what I will do, I will transfer you to a representative who is specially trained to handle your concern, okay? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so much for understanding. Um, regarding your concern about this product, Tyler, is, is there any chance that you still have the um, packaging because I need the UPC or the barcode of this product? Oh, yeah, for sure. It is. Yeah, sure. It's zero six five six three. Sure. Yeah, three three zero seven one five eight two. Yeah, you got it. Okay, thank you. Um, now, what I will do, I will give you a reference number. So this is the case number, what you need to provide to the next representative. So they will have an idea what you're calling about, okay? Oh, okay, sounds good. I hope you're pen and paper ready for that. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so that would be 023. 023. 269. 269. And then next, yep, 88. I'm sorry, 82. Okay, let me repeat. 
Okay, perfect. So, well, I don't want to take so much of your time now. Um, Tyler, please stay on the line, and I'll go ahead and transfer you now. You have a good day, and thank you. Yeah, you too. Thank you for calling General. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. She's giving me the runaround. See this? I'm climbing up the ranks of General Mills. I'm going to talk to Betty Crocker herself, and we're going to get to the bottom of this bullshit hamburger helper that had me writhing in bed last night. Writhing in ecstasy, don't get me wrong, but still, writhing. I mean, it really was good. That wasn't a lie. It was dog shit until the last five seconds. And then it all came together. I ate the whole pot. I fell asleep. I tried to. I was too full. And I don't know if I necessarily want to continue. I I mean, I don't want to take this to the top. Just enter in the notes in the computer. Pass it along. We get the bit. There's a lot of dead air on that bit. Kind of surprised, though, that she let me record the conversation. Here we go. Um, oh, well, I'm calling in regards to uh, reference number 023-269-82. Here's the thing. I, you know, I kind of said all I needed to say already. Like, I don't. I don't expect anything to be done about this. Uh, it wasn't a massive complaint. But at the same time, um, you know, as long as it's noted. All right, then, uh, just to confirm, we were calling because uh, you purchased uh, a product, and uh, but, you were, but the product keeps you staying up the whole night. Is that correct? Yeah, it was delicious. I ate too much, and I couldn't sleep. Um, before I start, I would like to let you know that I will be asking a couple of information about the product. Will this be okay? Yeah, sure. Alright, now do you still have the packaging so I can check the numbers on the barcode? Yeah, for sure. Barcode is uh, 0656-330. Seven one five eight. I've got a stutter, so let me know if you even understood that. I know. Yes, uh, that is the Betty Crocker and the hamburger helper. Totally beef, beef taco. Correct? Beef taco. Totally. And now, how about the best by date of this product? Expiration date. Yes. Um. Wow. Uh, October 3rd, 1994. No, I'm just joking. Uh, 2023. Oh, all right. Um, October 3rd, 2023. And how about the letters or numbers underneath or beside 2023? Yeah. 03OC2023. 
ask you a question? Um, what do you do with this information? Oh, okay. So you just keep it track, like, uh, like one guy ate a whole pot. He couldn't get to sleep. The next guy ate a pot. You know, he went to the bathroom a lot. Stuff like that. Um, because uh, these are colleagues and ads in June. This is the first time I receive a call that the consumer um staying up the whole night because of the product. So uh, the best way I can help right now is to submit the report to the quality team. Um, for uh, proper documentation. Okay. And um, also for, and also uh, for the for the for the 2023. How about the letters or numbers? Oh yeah, DQ DQB one seven two one. This has gone on way longer than I intended it to. It's not a big deal, really. I mean, I wouldn't raise any alarm bells over at Quality Control over this. Your customer service is fantastic, but it's just, uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like you should have told me to go away a long time ago. And, um, also, um, do you still remember the store and the location where you purchased the product? Yeah, but I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to incriminate them, you know? I don't. All right, I can understand. But uh, there is no problem with the packaging and the uh, holes or cuts. No, it was great. Alright, uh, thank you for those information. Now I will submit this report to the quality team for uh, further investigation. And uh, also, uh, since you got down the line and uh, to compensate inconvenience, um, if you want, we will send your replacement certificate to compensate inconvenience to you. Um. That's really not necessary. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Alright, I can understand that either. And uh, don't worry, um, I will share this with the team of professionals responsible with the product. No. And uh, we thank you for bringing this matter to our attention. Oh, no problem, uh, General Mills and Betty Crocker. I wish you guys all the best. Alright, uh, thank you so much that, uh, for that uh, positive feedback. And um, besides from these tailors, or anything else I could assist you with? No, you guys have gone above and beyond. Thank you so much. Alright, thank you, Tyler. And again, this is Mel. Thank you for calling General News. And after this call, there is a survey about our call for today. Thank you so much for calling, Tyler. Have a great night. You too. Love you. Take care. For taking the time to complete this four-question survey... Your feedback is important to us. Holy cow. They really take customer service seriously at General Mills. I'm not sure if you heard all that. We're 20 minutes in. And they are going to forward a customer complaint. Not even a complaint. A suggestion. I hit the suggestion button. This wasn't, I wasn't trying to make a complaint. I was trying to make a suggestion that my fat ass ate a whole pot of hamburger helper and couldn't get to bed. And now some guy at General Mills Quality Assurance is going to have to investigate and be like, well, what happened? That's insane.
that's 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 an example of a corporation caring too much about uh, their customers. The first lady should have been like, yeah, well, that's what you get for eating a whole pod of pasta at 10 at night on a Sunday. You fucking idiot. Go away. That, that would have been the appropriate response. The second lady should have recorded me and just to squeeze out as much embarrassing, incriminating stuff as possible. And they should post that content on YouTube. They should post it on their Twitter just to humiliate me. Because that was, I mean, come on. Customer service, fine, but they were robots. And I was saying, uh, that's the customer service I hate. That's when you know it's not real. Like, as soon as I say, um, you know, that Betty Crocker needs to put a warning on the box to not eat an entire pot at 10 at night, um, you know, there needs to be some bullying involved there by the representatives. But she was just like, thank you for your complaint. Super polite Filipino ladies. I would put my money on it if they were both Filipino. Um... Because no one is that patient and polite with a fucking buffoon other than sweet Filipino ladies. That was incredible and kind of depressing. Did you hear the tone in their voice? Like they, uh, I mean, they do their job well, but I mean, that is, come on, General Mills. What kind of fucking script do you have these people reading? Huh? I mean, come on. I'm giving you every excuse, Betty Crocker, to call me an asshole, and you're not. I was really hoping that one of those ladies would snap. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Because you know what? They closed eight minutes ago. I mean, that... <laughs> like, I actually, I just realized that. I'm an asshole for doing that. They, this hotline closes at 7 p.m. Eastern, and it's 6.08. That lady's going to be late. <sighs> it's going to be late for dinner now. Her kids are going to get home from school. Where were you? I got caught up at work. Doing what? Some guy ate a whole pot of pasta. And I had to take down his information and forward it to quality control. He ate what? A whole pot of pasta. Hamburger helper. He made the whole thing. He ate the whole thing. And I had to, I had to do OT. Because he couldn't sleep. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for Betty Crocker. I'm embarrassed for General Mills. I'm embarrassed for those employees. And I'm embarrassed for myself. I really am. I didn't want to snitch on my own safe way either. Because they can track down the location. I'm so that's pretty cool that they let me record that. Well, two thumbs up for General Mills, honestly. Um, Betty Crocker too. Really, they handled that like professionals to an alarming degree. They um, 
That was too kind. That was too professional. That was too robotic. You need some other guy. You need you need a guy named like Herb. Listen, fucker. I don't have time for this shit. And then I would have been like, yeah, there we go. Poor, poor Filipino ladies. Yeah, I didn't want to snitch on the Safeway because they're great there. They are great. In fact, I was there today. I was there today again. I got two cabbage rolls. I got um, my Safeway deli sandwich. And, uh, and I couldn't be happier, really. Couldn't be happier with my experience. I love Safeway. It's great. I'm starting to get to know the employees. Some of them I like. Some of them I don't. There's a few there I don't like. There's one guy who works at the deli. Super nice dude. Always uh, nice, affable, friendly. Even when you know he's getting swamped. But mainly, what I like about him is he's receptive to my small talk. He he likes what I bring to the table. And I... Today I wasn't bringing much. Um, but... Uh, you know, the standard, um, you know, oh, wow, busy in here. Yeah, it is. And then he'll, but he'll talk for like a minute. I just gotta, I just gotta give him a nudge and then he'll take the ball. Fill that silence that I hate. Today he was folding up my sandwich and he says, huh, it's bacon. It keeps trying to pop out. And I drew a blank. I didn't know what to say. So I was like, huh. That's bacon for you. And he just took this really shitty ball and ran with it. He was just like, that is bacon for you. <laughs> Squealing like a pig to get out of this sandwich. Just a good thing it's not greased up. Word for word what he said. And I was like, wow. Well done. Can I get my sandwich? I will get out of here. Him I like. There's a guy working the self-checkout today, though. He, I, him I don't like. He's like a big guy. He's disgruntled. I always leave. I'm like, thank you. Never says anything. One time I went, have a good day. And he didn't look up from his phone. He was just like, have a good day. I'm like, you know what, Motherfucker. Do your job and be fake to me. I demand you be fake like these Betty Crocker Filipino ladies. That's customer service for you. I mean, yeah, I would like to, you know, keep it a little real, but Jesus, this guy keeps it too real. It's a problem. And it wouldn't bother me so much, except he's, uh, he's like friendly... With other people and not me. I don't know what I what I did. Maybe he's not a fan of cabbage rolls, or maybe he is a fan of cabbage rolls. He always sees me cleaning them out. I don't know. But he's got a he's uh, he's got it out for me, and one day we will have to. Um, one of us has got to go. 
Safeway ain't big enough for the two of us. He did say something weird, though, today. I'm, like, at the self-checkout. I'm, like, bagging my groceries and stuff. And then uh, there's, like, a dad and a kid uh, on the machine next to me. And uh, this guy goes, um, like, the Safeway checkout employee's like, Yeah, you want me to try that milk? See if it's still good for you? <laughs> and the dad was like, <laughs> And the kid said nothing, and everyone kind of looked over like, that was, uh, what was that? What the fuck are you talking about? Even security was like, is everything okay over here? Quite bizarre. Then I started walking home, and the sidewalks are treacherous. It's getting real dicey out there, which is good, because it, uh, you know, keeps people in wheelchairs off the sidewalk. They're pretty much confined to their homes this entire season, which is more walking room for us. The Ables. I actually had a good uh, walking experience today. You know, I ran into a bunch of friendly people. Um, everyone that I came across, there was a nice young couple, uh, you know, and they saw me and immediately went single file. And this happened like three or four more times. Everyone was going nice and single file, you know, when I walked past them, which I appreciate. Because you get up on a early, you know, Saturday morning or something like that, you run across uh, three soccer moms slash wine moms on their fucking morning run. You better hit the hit the street or hit the bushes, because they will shoulder check you right the fuck out of the way. They ain't going single file for shit. You move for them. They get a, that's as close as those moms get to a gang, is when they go for like a morning walk slash jog. They're all out of breath, but they're still talking to full volume. It's like six in the morning. And then I told Dale, I'm like, no, I said asparagus. These are Brussels sprouts. I'm like, Ugh. I don't know. I went for a nice walk today. It's one of those walks where you, uh, you're filled with hope for the future. You can't wait to see what tomorrow will bring. And I was thinking, man, if I had a bit of money, ho, ho, the things I would do. And literally the only thing I could think of was that I would, uh, I'd have a house with a pool and I'd invite my friends over and we'd have a pool party. That's really what I was thinking about for the majority of my walk. I was listening to, uh, Wiz Khalifa's Ink My Whole Body. I don't give a motherfuck. 
and I was thinking about the cool pool party that I'm going to have after I make my trillions of dollars from this very podcast. And you're all invited. And by you all, I mean the five of you that I actually like. Scratch that four. I'm kidding. I like a lot of you. Not not all of you. Not all of you. Some of you won't make the cut. And that's fair. I'm not going to make a lot of your cuts either. All right? If everyone's coming up with their top tens, I am not making a lot of those cuts. I think I saw my good pal, well, not good pal, he's, we talked about this earlier, he's not a good pal, because I don't see him that often, but a good dude, nonetheless, um, William McNeish, I thought I saw him on the uh, sidewalk, walking down some street, and I was coming out of Safeway, and there was a couple waiting across the street, and when the cars were gone, I crossed uh, the street with them. And then I saw, we kind of went a little bit in opposite directions. And I thought I saw my friend Will. And I went, Will? Hey, Will. I don't know. Maybe he had headphones in. I don't know. He didn't see me. He didn't acknowledge me. So he, was, he you know, he might be a good friend with headphones in. Or, um, you know, I didn't make the cut. I didn't make Will's cut. Will cut me. Either way, who cares? Fuck him. Fuck everybody. It was embarrassing, though, because the couple saw me. The couple saw me go, Will? Will McNeish? And he just kept walking. He blew right past me. And I turned around, and they were like, I got a little insecure. I got a little insecure about that. And I, I, I was like kind of looking back, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I took a couple of steps forward, and this time they were just pointing and audibly laughing at me. They're just like, <laughs> and the guy was like mocking me, like, well, well, McNeese. And I was like, you know, what's your problem? I just looked at him, I was like, hey, what's your problem? And this just made them laugh harder. They were just pointing and laughing. And the guy kept pointing at his dick. And then I looked. I looked at what he was pointing at. He was pointing at his dick. And then... And then he called me a fag and started throwing oranges at me. And I started crying, you know. But then this little boy ran up. This little boy. I don't know where he came from, but he ran up right up to the couple. He's like, no! No, bullying is not okay. That is not cool, okay? Lay off. And I was like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. But the little boy actually seemed to strike a chord with them. They stopped laughing right away. And they kind of looked at each other like 
they were really taking stock of what they had done. And then they looked at me. And they were like, you know, they gave me a look like they couldn't believe what they had become as people. And they realized that they had received that same treatment when they were children. That they had had this done to them and now that they were doing it, they were passing it forward and they didn't even realize it. And I think that the guy was about to say sorry. Um, but at this point, I was already just pummeling uh, the face of the woman uh, with, you know, in the, in the face and the neck with my fists. Um, and I don't know if there, I guess the relationship was on the rocks because the guy just stood by uh, and he did not seem to mind. Because that's what happens to bullies. But they mean the guy shook hands and we're cool now. Anywho. This might not be the best episode, but this is probably the weirdest one so far that we've done out of the um, episode number eight. It's the Betty Crocker special. And I don't know, I'm I'm not even sure any of that phone call, any of the audio from that phone call um, was picked up by my microphone. I don't know. Because not only was the connection bad, but you know, those soft-spoken, sweet Filipino ladies. Their whole, you know. Really, if I was an irate customer and I had to talk to one of the ladies that I talked to, completely anger dissuaded dissuaged I don't know what word to use anyways I'd be cool I would be cool what else is in the news I'm going to be on Craig, my buddy Craig's podcast called uh, Bravo Outsider, where they cover two shows, mainly Real Housewives of New Jersey. (sighs) Excuse me. Real Housewives of New Jersey and uh, a show called The Vanderpump Rules. I haven't seen any of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, but last night when I was awake from the Hamburger Helper, um, I watched a good five episodes of Vanderpump Rules and uh, might be just the style of television that I watch from now on. That fucking trash TV, literally Hollywood, um, Los Angeles socialite. I don't want to call them bimbos, but you know, 
very wealthy, um, fame-centric women filled to the brim with plastics, which, no judgment, their drama, their arguing back and forth is, I think from now on, the only television that I'm going to watch. Like, you know, I could watch, you know, arguments with politics or anything of value, but what's the point? What's the point of that? I want to see if, um, I want to see how Raquel reacts to uh, her finding out that her ex-man James was fucking Lala. You know, that 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 is way better television and probably more significant to world events than um, the ICC uh, issuing an arrest warrant for Putin. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You know, at least with this uh, Vanderpump Rules, there's a chance that shit is not rigged. You know, no one really knows who's going to win. Is it going to be Lala? Is it going to be Raquel? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be Katie? Is it going to be Sheena? You know what I mean? Whereas when it comes to the States and uh, Russia, they're all working for the same team. You know, they're all... uh, They're all feeding the king lizard, as we say in the uh, non-Matrix-based community. Um, Let's see what else is in the news. Let's see what's in the news today. Canada to hold referendum. Canada still stalls on trade talks. Okay. Biden signs bill to declassify information on origins of COVID-19. Ooh, shit. Oh, boy. Get your fucking flags out, bros. We got another freedom convoy to line up in. Fuck yeah. Or maybe they're just starting shit with China and it's all doctored. It's hard to say. Anyways. Um... This is boring. Oh, see, the news is just boring. It's just bad. Let's go to entertainment news. Experience Regina apologizes after criticism over new slogans sexualizing the city. Slogans such as show us your Regina and the city that rhymes with fun Received criticism. (laughs) Show us your vagina. The city that rhymes with fun. We'll make your vagina squirt. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, God. The Regina that's nice and loose. Alright, that's disgusting. I don't know. I've never, I think I've been to Regina once. But who gives a shit about that? Anyways, 
I'm running out of stuff to talk about. And my, I'm pretty sure my neighbors have been listening again, as they always do. I walked out of my apartment with a cigarette in my mouth, not lit. Just in my mouth, because I had one left in my pack. I put it out, put it in my mouth, threw the pack away. So I'm walking out, and there's a lady in the foyer, and I had my shades on. I don't know if I looked like a serial killer, but she looked at me like I was a serial killer. And I tried to dissuade, dissuade the notion that I was a serial killer by going, hey, but that made it significantly worse. I thought she would give me a smile, but her straight face went to a frown, and she took a step back. That's not something you want. When you're trying to be friendly and stuff like that, you don't want to make people... It's not, it doesn't feel good when you look at someone and smile, and they take a step back. I'm not, I don't want them to take a step forward, but a step back, that's not... Uh, it's never what you want. You know what I mean? Even if they didn't mean to take a step back, subconsciously, you can tell subconsciously they're uh, they're running away from you. Their brain has already decided, fight or flight, we're going to flight. We're, we're, get the fuck out of here. Keep your distance from whatever this thing is. And, uh, and for my smile... To elicit that reaction. It's not cool. Oh boy. What else happened this weekend? I went to Leo's with Jordan for. uh, My good buddy Jordan Wellwood. For St. Patty's Day. And then we drank there and the place was packed and the beats was booming and again uh, uh, it was a a great time went to Cafe 22 that's a nice little place run by the shittiest pizza place in Winnipeg but a nice a nice um, it's a pretty ritzy place I gotta say I like it I like it and you know what the pizza their pizza I shit on the pizza all the time at Pizza Hotline but um, their pizza is decent their pizza's good. They make a good pie for the price. You know, you can get four pizzas for, you know, six bucks. It's not bad. It's not bad. Any place that you can get nine extra large six toppings for uh, $12. That's a pretty good place. I want to I go, go there, and I want to go to their, their cafe. I want an old-fashioned at the place. That's selling 80 wings for um, uh, $4.19. You know, that's where I want to get my old fashions. And a bunch of comics were there. Benji Rothman, Paul Roblowskis, Michael Green, Spencer Damas, Carly Lilligren, myself and Jordan Wellwood. And I believe it was me and Jordan. I was pretty gone at this point. 
Well, first of all, we go in there, and I go to the bar, and there's some guy, and um, he's trying to pay debit, and the machine declines, and then uh, he's like, hey, man, he looks at me, he's like, you want some Xanax? And I'm like, ooh, you're selling Xanax? He's like, yeah, I got bars. And the bartender at the same time is like, hey, buddy, it was declined. This guy's like, yeah, I got bars right here. I'm like, you got bars? Let's see him. And I just wanted to see the Xanax bars. I wasn't actually going to buy them. But I was pretty drunk, so I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. But he pulled out his wallet. And then uh, he's like, the bartender again is like, buddy, I said it was declined. So he pulls out his debit card. He taps again. Puts it back, and he's, like, fishing in his wallet for these Xanax bars. And meanwhile, he's got headphones on, music blaring out of there. And then um, he's like, I got them around here. I got these bars somewhere around here. And um, the bartender's like, it was declined again. Buddy, do you have money or not? And then he's like, my Xanax bars. And then I was like, okay. And then some other guy across the bar was like, yeah, I'll help you over here. So I just left that situation. I was just like, whatever that was, fuck that. Go over here. And then um, throughout the course of the night, I had some drinks. And uh, a guy across the, not far from our table, was on a date with a young lady. And he caught my attention because he looked a lot like Jake Gyllenhaal. At least I thought he did at the time. I was shit-faced. Everybody looked like Jake Gyllenhaal at that point. So I was thinking about... October sky, so I was just seeing Jake Gyllenhaal's everywhere. But this guy particularly looked like Jake Gyllenhaal. So me and Jordan went out for a cigarette, and on the way out, I was like, you know what, I'm going to tell this fucking guy that he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. Who doesn't want to hear that? Who doesn't want to hear he does, he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal? I, I don't want to hear that. If I look like Jake Gyllenhaal, I want someone to tell me, hey, you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. So I walked up to the table. He was on a date with the young lady. The young lady was in the middle of a story. I just cut that off. <laughs> I was like, hey, lady, fuck your story. I got something more pressing here before I go for a dart. And I was like, really, I was, I just cut her off, cut the story off mid sentence. I think mid punchline, actually. I was like, hey, bro, anyone ever tell you you look like Jake Gyllenhaal? And uh, immediately this woman started laughing like crazy. She, like, buried her head in her hands and was just laughing. And the guy was confused. Confused slash annoyed. I'm not sure if he's gotten this before. Gotten this too many times. Or just... uh, you know, uh, never heard it before and thought that I was starting shit. But he didn't look happy. He didn't look, he, he didn't look, you know, glad that I had said that. He looked at me like he wished I wouldn't say that. And like I wouldn't, you know, he, he didn't want me to talk to him. I had interrupted his date, you know, and uh, and he didn't like me. He didn't like what I had to say, and he didn't like my vibes. Um, So naturally, I doubled down, Um, you know, because I had said, anyone ever tell you you look like Jake Gyllenhaal? And he didn't really say anything. Um, But he was looking at me like, 
um, I don't like any of this or you, and I want you to go away. So naturally, I followed that up with like, did you hear me? I, uh, you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. You're a dead ringer for Jake Gyllenhaal. Anyone ever say that? And then I looked at the lady. She's still laughing, and I'm like, she's she's laughing because she knows it's true. I I would have if I would have came in here, I would have sworn you look like you were Jake Gyllenhaal. I was like, oh wow, Jake Gyllenhaal's in town. And then uh, someone pulled me from behind, and they were like, yeah, let's go for that smoke. And uh, I never did get a word out of this guy. He didn't he didn't acknowledge me. He just stared at me. And um and that was that. That was that. We did make eye contact later that night, one more time. Uh he didn't break the eye contact. I broke it because he was staring pretty hard. And uh and then I was like, hey, guys, you want to get out of here? You guys want to go? I'm uh, getting tired. And then I was like looking around for the bathroom, and he was still looking at me. And that's when this guy went from October Sky, Jake Gyllenhaal, to, uh, uh, to Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal. That wasn't the Jake Gyllenhaal uh, that I wanted. Yeah. Nobody wants... You don't want to turn a October Sky Jake Gyllenhaal into Nightcrawler Jake Gyllenhaal. But I did. I did. So, my apologies to that Jake Gyllenhaal-looking motherfucker and his lady whose story I interrupted. But let's face it, Jake Gyllenhaal, I got you laid that night, all right? Your girlfriend was thinking that you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. Your girlfriend's only dating you because you look like Jake Gyllenhaal, okay? I come in there, I confirm that you look like Jake Gyllenhaal. Before you know it, you guys are at home, you're making sweet love because your woman thinks she's making love to Jake Gyllenhaal. You're welcome, Jake Gyllenhaal. Dokes. Quick update on the um, quick update on the tour. All right, now the tour. I don't know if you guys follow me on um, Ello uh, or MySpace or any of the social media platforms, um, but if you would have followed my, um, if you're still on Vine. You would know that uh, the tour has been canceled, the Southern Manitoba tour, uh, because of multiple, multiple threats um, uh, against me and against anyone I bring to the communities of Rosenfeld and Horndean. And that just might be a decoy. We're pretty sure that this uh, group that sent uh, the death threats are based out of a Hutterite colony outside of Plum Coulee. Um, but uh, we kind of poured over it, and we think that the threats are credible. Um, and we just don't want to fuck with it. Um, so my apologies uh, to the people 
that I made fun of, especially those people in Hauptstadt. Um, they don't do cocaine. They don't party. Um, Altbergthal, I'm very sorry. The people in surrounding uh, Altona area, Neubergthal, Nadenfeld. Very good, God-fearing people. So God-fearing that um, to say otherwise, they will, they'll, they'll put a fucking bullet right in you. Yeah, totally. At least that's what the threats say. The threats say that they hate cocaine so much, they're willing to prove it by putting a um, 12-gauge slug right through my larynx. So my apologies to those people. And so we're not going to be touring. We're not going to be touring. Um, not for the foreseeable future, you know. I might use this opportunity to work on uh, my busking. Work on a little guitar, you know. A little guitar comedy. Um, and by a guitar comedy, it would just be me trying to play Nirvana tunes. Something in the way. Except the song is about my uh, toilet. Which, by the way, uh, something toilet was clogged. But guess what? I go to Safeway the other day. They sell plungers. <gasps> so... Buddy, we are back in business, all right? I'm flushing toilets. I'm doing dishes. I feel like a brand new man ever since that plunger, which was 15 fucking, 15 bucks for a plunger. Fucking hyperinflation is going to kill me. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. The podcast is done. This is it. <sighs> Shout out. To who else but the beef taco flavored hamburger helper pasta kit. And I wasn't lying when I made that up. This, this, I, I took, I, I got the ground beef at Safeway, grounded it up beautifully, salted it, whatever. I opened this hamburger helper package and it just looks so bad. It just looks awful. And they've got like a, a taco mix and they've got the topping mix. I mix the taco mix. You know, I put the pasta in and everything. And I, you know, I'm tasting to season. Season to taste. And the whole time it's just awful. It just looks terrible. It's thin. It's runny. The noodles look like shit. The beef taco tastes weird. It's gross. But while that's going, I make this like little cheese thing. And I mix that sauce together. And I taste that to season it, and it just tastes like shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this thing is going to fucking suck. And literally, I go to taste it, you know, one last time. The noodles are soft enough, and I'm like, oh, God, this sucks. I leave it for literally one more minute just to settle, just to let it rest. I put it in a bowl. I put a bit of this cheese sauce on, which has thickened up. And let me tell you, we had a party. <laughs> we threw down on the hamburger helper. 
beef taco. Probably wouldn't get the beef taco again. It was good, but um, but I'm going to shop around now. I'm going to go to Flavor Country. We are going to, that's where the next tour is going to be. It's going to be the Hamburger Helper Flavor Neighborhood. We're going from beef taco to stroganoff to uh, chili corn. Whatever Betty Crocker puts in front of me, I will eat. And even if I don't like it, I'm just going to bite the bullet for, um, I mean, that's the least I could do for these poor Filipino ladies who had to work OT tonight because of me. Shout out to the song Ink My Whole Body by Wiz Khalifa, who fueled my whole pool party fantasy. And that's what I know that I'm going to do now. If I ever get rich, um, really, I will do nothing to help anyone. I am just going to have a pool party. Just one. And then I'm just going to be a grumpy old miser. You know? That's what Siddhartha would do. So that's what I'm going to do. So that's a good song. And big shout out to the old ball coach, Ben Walker, who is in town starting tonight. He's from Ottawa, a town that doesn't know him, doesn't appreciate him, doesn't love him the way Winnipeg does and always will. He is headlining Rumors Comedy Club tomorrow and Wednesday. I will be opening for him tomorrow. God damn it. It's going to be a great week. Going to have a lot of fun. Thanks for listening. If you did listen, if you didn't, don't worry about it. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Either way, I will see you in hell. I'm